Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Feels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. Today's episode is going to be a Bible study over chapter 20 of Jeremiah. And before I get into this, I did want to let you guys know that I have all of the previous chapters and the podcast episodes or YouTube videos for those chapters with the study guides included on my Facebook group. It is called Faith Fuels My Fire. If you search that in or I'll put it in the show notes, you can click on the link for the Facebook group and join that. Once you get added into that Facebook group, you can go to the units tab and you'll see all of the previous chapters. So if you haven't read them already or if you want to print out the study guides or however you want to do on that, they are available for you. All right, so let's go ahead and get into chapter 20 of Jeremiah. I'm going to go ahead and start reading verses 1 through 6. Jeremiah and Pasher. When the priest Pasher, son of Emmer, the chief officer in the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things, he had Jeremiah the prophet beaten and put in the stocks at the upper gate of Benjamin at the Lord's temple. The next day when Pasher released him from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord's name for you is not Pasher, but Magar Misabib, for this is what the Lord says. I will make you a terror to yourself and to all your friends. With your own eyes, you will see them fall by the sword of their enemies. I will hand all Judah over to the king of Babylon, who will carry them away to Babylon or put them to the sword. I will hand over their enemies all the wealth of the city, all its products, all its valuables, and all the treasures of the kings of Judah. They will take it away as plunder and carry it off to Babylon. And you, Pashur, and all who live in your house will go into exile to Babylon. There you will die and be buried, you and all your friends to whom you have prophesied lies. Okay, so I'm just going to stop here for a minute because I just want to talk about a couple of things. So when he says here that the Lord's name for him is not Pashur, but Magor Mesabib, that actually means terror on every side. So he says... I will make you a terror to yourself and all your friends, and with your own eyes you will see them fall by the sword of their enemies. So because Pashur had the prophet Jeremiah beaten and took him to the stocks in the upper gate, and he's been prophesying all of these lies to these people, the Lord told Jeremiah to say these things to him, and that him and his family is going to be exiled to Babylon and be buried and died there. Now I'm going to read verses 7 through 12, and they say, O Lord, you deceived me, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed all day long. Everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out, proclaiming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. But if I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, His word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in, indeed I cannot. I may hear whispering, terror on every side, report him, let's report him. All my friends are waiting for me to slip, saying, perhaps he will be deceived. Then we will prevail over him and take our refuge on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior, so my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord Almighty, 
You who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance upon them, for to you I have committed my cause. I'm actually just going to continue reading and I'm going to finish up chapter 20 with verses 13 through 18. And they say, Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. Cursed be the day I was born. May the day my mother bore me not be blessed. Cursed be the man who brought my father the news, who made him very glad, saying, A child is born to you, a son. May that man be like the towns the Lord overthrew without pity. May he hear wailing in the morning, a battle cry at noon, for he did not kill me in my womb, with my mother as my grave, her womb enlarged forever. Why did I ever come out of the womb to see trouble and sorrow, and to end my days in shame? So in these verses here, Jeremiah is complaining because... He's being mocked and ridiculed and everyone is going against him. And he is just speaking about all of this disaster and destruction that the Lord is telling him. And he is just so frustrated because he's like, why am I doing this? Why am I speaking all of these things? And it's like burns like a fire inside of me. I just have to speak whatever the Lord wants me to speak. And it's all about destruction and it's causing me to be mocked and ridiculed and everybody's going against me. And then he says, but the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail and that they will fall and be disgraced. And he says that, O Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance upon them for I committed my cause to you. So even though Jeremiah is being mocked and ridiculed and he does not like the fact that he has to speak these words of destruction and disaster upon these people and he is really battling with this, he still knows that the Lord is with him and he has hope in the Lord that these people will not overcome him and that the Lord is going to put his vengeance on these people and he's giving praise to the Lord that rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked and then in the verses after that you see the grief and depression where he's cursing the day that he was even born and he's wishing that he never came out of his mother's womb to see trouble and sorrow and in his days in shame. And I don't know about you guys, but this complaint that Jeremiah has, like all of these verses speak to me so much because there have been a lot of times where I kind of went through that whirlwind of emotions, like feeling like an outcast because I'm speaking the gospel, I'm spreading the gospel to other people and I'm letting them know the truth about God's word and no one is understanding and they don't really trust in what I'm saying. And like, I have felt this, I mean, not as much as Jeremiah, but like these whirlwinds of emotions of, you know, knowing that I need to speak the truth of God's word and I need to say the things that the Lord is telling me to say and do what's commanded of me. But there's also times where I'm battling with it. And then on the other hand, I praise the Lord and I know that I have hope in him and that he's right here with me and he has my best interest at heart. And then I can get depressed and be like, why am I even doing this? Like, I totally get all of this. And I think it's so crazy because 
whenever I first started, if you've been following along since the beginning of Jeremiah with this Bible study with me, you know that when I first started studying and teaching you guys about the book of Jeremiah, I had a lot of doubts and I was really battling and talking to the Lord and just asking him like, why Lord? Why Jeremiah? I will read and study and teach any other book of the Bible. Please Lord, just don't make me read and study and teach Jeremiah. Because at the time, the pandemic had just started with the coronavirus and there was so much chaos already going on in the world. And I didn't want to be that person to talk about how we have to humble ourselves and repent and ask for forgiveness and truly change our ways. I just wanted to be one of those people saying peace, peace, but I realized like that's false prophets saying peace when there's not any peace. And now that I have read through, you know, it's we're on chapter 20 of Jeremiah now and I've been reading this and studying this with you guys and helping you guys understand these chapters while I'm understanding them myself. The book of Jeremiah was exactly what I needed and exactly what this world needs right now. And I see so many similarities in myself and Jeremiah and just with my walk with the Lord. Like I want to tell everyone about the Lord and the truth about God's word, but it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and happiness and talk about God's love and mercy and graciousness and righteousness and all of this stuff. Sometimes it's going to be talking about disaster and destruction and how we have to change our ways and we have to repent or the world's just going to get worse. So I can relate to Jeremiah on so many levels throughout these chapters. I just see so many similarities in the way that I am and the way Jeremiah is and I totally get it now. Like why I'm reading the book of Jeremiah while I'm teaching you guys the book of Jeremiah and yeah, I just... Every day I'm seeing more and more truth about God's word and why this book is so important to get out to the world. And even though it's uncomfortable to talk about and even though in our times of need and through the chaos, people don't really want to hear about disaster and destruction that was put on the people of Judah and Jerusalem and Israel, especially because... In the world today, we're being wicked and we have false idols and false gods. It might not be the Asherah poles and Baal, but we have other false idols and false gods in this world. And there's definitely similarities between the world now and the people of Judah and Jerusalem. There's a lot of similarities. So I know I kind of went on a little bit of a spiel. I was just talking about the verses from the complaints of Jeremiah, but all of that needed to be said. So... I hope that through this, through these chapters we've been reading so far, that your eyes and your heart are being opened to the truth of God's word and that you're learning new things about the Bible and also things about yourself and really digging deep and figuring out how you can change and help other people learn about God and the truth about God's word and help them have a relationship with God and be saved and at the end of this, be able to go to heaven when it's their time to go. And it's so important for all of us to be able to acknowledge our guilt and know our faults and where we're wrong and be able to repent and have that relationship with God and really just ask for forgiveness and change our ways and obey him and follow him. And even when it's uncomfortable and when we really don't want to do it and we're like, Lord, please just give us another way, give us another sign, even though he's clearly telling us, this is what I want you to do, 
I pray that we just have that strength and that courage to be able to just follow him and do what's commanded of us and put our hand out to him, let him guide us and put all our hope in him and just be a vessel for his work. I love you guys so much. And I just pray that you step into the calling that God has placed on your heart. I pray that you don't let fear get in the way or the opinions of other people or the fear that people are going to mock you or people are not going to be able to understand you or you're going to lose friends or any of that. I pray that you just let all of that go and just follow the Lord. Trust in him and know that he has your best interest at heart, and that the most important thing is at the end of this, everyone you know and love is going to be going to heaven and seeing God's glory. And that's more important than losing some friends or not being understood by people. And I pray that you have courage and strength, and even when you don't, you just lean on the Lord, and he will give you that courage and strength to be able to fulfill the purpose he has for you. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.